You're saving for retirement, and that's good. As the big day gets closer, the question becomes, where do I stash my retirement savings? On today's show, we'll cover some ways to save and make a positive difference in your retirement. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Hello and welcome and thanks so much for joining in the conversation with Christina Ping Kepperling. This is Your Powerful Legacy Radio and Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, a financial professional that can uh, get you on track with your retirement. Christina, great to be in the studio with you again. Great to be here with you always, Dave. We always have the most fun and talk about so many important things. What an impact we make. You know, you do, and you provide great information here. And I, I always like, uh, too, we have some fun conversations, too. It's just, it's a great, fun, informative show and informative in the areas of retirement. We're actually going to look at where to save your money, where to stash your savings and some some good ideas from you. Uh, so I guess we can just jump in Uh what about fixed annuities? So this is definitely a favorite with a lot of my retirees that are looking for that guaranteed income. Now, a fixed annuity is one of the most secure investments that you can make. They do provide that guaranteed income and there's no other financial product that can match that. They are similar to a private pension. We like to call it personal pension. And in order to fund this annuity, you pay premiums. So as long as you leave that money alone, fixed annuities will never drop below the amount that you contributed. And it's not uncommon to have guaranteed levels that are far higher than that minimum. So despite being low risk, fixed annuities can also pay quite high rates, especially right now. In some cases, the return can be 100 times higher than that of a high interest savings account. Now, one of the other big advantages is the tax treatment. So until you withdraw from that, you won't be taxed on your earnings. So that's a really big deal. Yeah, um, it, it really is. It's something, it, and it's one of the strategies or tools, if, if you will, in your tool belt. Now, looking at uh, the vehicles to save in, various vehicles, 401k, 403b, IRA, uh, what are things to consider with that? And in the area of, of taxes is one thing, and, and good uh, strategies with taxes. So many people are concerned about taxes in retirement because a lot of you out there a lot of us have saved with pre-tax money, such as your 401ks, 403bs, and whatnot. And this is a really big deal when it comes time to decumulate or pull that money out. So investments in taxable brokerage accounts, retirement funds that can be invested, short-term volatility may result from this. But investments are likely to gain value in the long term. So the 401k that may be offered by your company, this is a really good place to start. And I want to talk about a little bit of contributions here. So the contributions for 2023 are now $22,500 for your 401k, 403b, and other retirement plans. If you're 50 and older, then your IRA has increased to $7,500. And IRAs can also be used if your employer does not cover that 401k. And remember, again, it's $7,500 if you're over the age of 50. Now, I want to be a little bit cautious here. If you do have a 401k plan available, 
you've got to contribute to that now. It's mandatory. That's part of the Secure 2.0 Act. And there should be Roth 401k available within those a lot of times. And they're getting ready to make that mandatory. And also, if you have employer contributions to that, don't leave that free money on the table. Let's say your employer is contributing or will match 4%. So if you don't contribute anything, you don't get that match. So put at least in what that match is going to be. You won't miss that money and it'll be savings on down the road. Yeah, that was one of the things in Secure Act 2.0 that um, I guess it's where you have to opt out, where in the past you had to opt in on the 401k. And uh, as you said, with the Roth 401k, that change in there too. What about Roth IRAs, though? Looking at that as, as a proactive tax strategy, how can they be funded? So first off, we really love Roth IRA because as most of us know out there, Roth IRA does not have any tax on future earnings and distributions. There are a couple of little rules built in there, so I want to make sure and talk to you about those. But Roth IRAs can be funded in several ways. You can have regular contributions. Now, remember, IRA contribution limit is $7,500 if you're 50 and older, $6,500 under 50. You can have spousal IRA contributions, transfers, rollover contributions, and then one of my favorites, conversions, Roth conversions. Look this look this up. It's called backdoor Roth conversion. You'll like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There, there's, uh, there are many strategies available. Uh, it's nice to work with someone like Christina who keeps up with this. And as we were talking about with Secure Act 2.0, even in the changing legislative landscape of the retirement universe, uh, 800-832-1100 is how you reach out to Christina. 800-832-1100, or you can text the word powerful to that number to reach out as well. 800-832-1100. Whenever I hear the term dividend aristocrat, I think of um, like a dividend with a top hat and a monocle, but that's not exactly it. Uh, as far as the uh, being a dividend aristocrat, what does a company have to do to become an aristocrat? And uh, is that something that you should consider? And does it wear a monocle? Oh, gosh. That's so funny. I love the image that you just put in our mind. But what that really means is just that the company must have paid and raised dividends consistently for at least 25 consecutive years. So this typically represents the world's most famous companies since they have mature businesses with consistent cash flow. So by definition, their income component always rises, providing a safe harbor for investors. And a lot of times you're going to see this in the form of a preferred stock option, PSO, and we also will see these in preferred bonds or AAA bonds. That's where you're going to see a lot of those dividend-bearing accounts that are coming through these companies. But on the individual stocks, that's normally going to be a preferred stock on there. Looking at what to do with your money, and if you want to call it stashing your money, how to save good strategies with that, you can't argue with a, a health savings account. I mean, I don't know how you can. I know it's a triple tax benefit, isn't it? It is. We love HSA for that reason, triple tax benefit. So if you do plan to retire early, this could be a great way to save money for healthcare expenses. So for those of you specifically that may retire at 62, 63-ish or younger, so you've not had that time yet to get to 65 for Medicare and SUP, well, then you can actually have some savings built in here that it can be viewed as um just some type of a money that you can deduct in the future as ordinary income after you're 65, or you can use it for those 
HSA um, tax-free and tax-favorable medical expenses. So as long as you use that for qualified health expenses is what we're really looking for, you can withdraw the contributions tax-free at any age. Let me give you an example. I've got some folks who have high deductible medical expenses and insurance plans, and then they've also got some prescriptions that may be in a class that they're a little bit more expensive. Your HSA will cover that. So stashing that money aside for the future could be a really big deal. And I think that this is just, again, another great savings vehicle. And I guess you could put this in the category of thinking outside of the box or looking at an alternative um, ways to save or where to put your money, I should say, real estate. What about that, Christina? It can be a very easy way, and I think that this is a great way to spend money. I know I personally uh, own some real estate. Investment properties can give you a steady passive income for the duration of retirement, and you can deduct a significant amount of your rental income under our current tax code, and then if you do profit from the sale of your primary resident, then it won't be subject to capital gains tax. So your real estate could be a hidden gem a hidden wealth there. I do know a lot of folks who downsize their homes in retirement. And sometimes people actually don't want to own any more. So they want to tap into all that equity. They just want to rent. So they don't have all the insurance and tax expenses uh, that comes from owning a property or the maintenance or whatnot. There's not a wrong answer. It's what's going to be best for you. Well, here's a good thing for you. You could uh, look into doing and that's scheduling with, with Christina to talk about you. Let her learn about you. She says that all the time you come in to be told and not sold and told is being uh, armed with a lot of great information in this comprehensive review. We'll find out how many openings on Christina's schedule right now at no cost, no obligation. That's right. When you give us a call, that 800-832-1100, or you can drop the word powerful in a text. We do have staff waiting to take your call, get you scheduled. You're coming in to be told information, not sold anything. We're not going to offer you any business when you come in. We'd love to give this to you. And we did open up 10 time slots this upcoming week. So don't delay. Give us a buzz right now and let's get you set up for your personal consultation and come in and get a complimentary copy of the retirement train. This book is not for sale. It is only available to be given away. So that's important information. We know you're going to love it. It's a great take home. Uh, And you can schedule with a call in 10 opportunities this week at no cost, no obligation. You can call or text the same number, 800-832-1100. If you text, just text the word powerful. That's really all you have to text. 800-832-1100 for Christina, a comprehensive review, uh, looking at you, your unique financial situation, and then having a conversation about what strategies can get you on track for your retirement. Not only getting to retirement, but getting through retirement. Equally important. You want to get there the right way and you want to stay on track. 800-832-1100. Call or text keyword powerful. 800-832-1100. So in that segment, we covered where we should be putting our retirement dollars or at least where to consider. Next, we'll talk about some places you really should maybe give us some second thoughts to as far as where to keep your money. Uh, We'll go over all of this. And also, Christina can answer some common questions pre-retirees are asking today. So stay with us. Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. It 
It is your powerful legacy radio consumer advocate, Dave Perkins, our weekly get-together with Christina Ping Kepperling. She is the author of the book, The Retirement Train. It's a great book. We talk about it a lot on the show. She's the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, and we talk retirement here. By the way, you can uh, catch Christina on TV twice Saturdays, ABC 36. That's Saturday mornings at 10 and Saturday evenings at 7. All right, we talked about some places to consider putting your money and saving for retirement. Let's look at some places that maybe you don't want to, or at least think twice about it or think twice about how much you're using it. And a good one to open up on that note is savings accounts. Not to say not use it, but how do you use savings accounts? Well, I do want to talk about buckets here for just a second, Dave. That's one of my favorite things to kind of show people exactly how your money could be available. Not necessarily about tying it up, but having the availability. A savings account, CD, money market, whatnot, those type of immediate and liquid types of savings, they do not pay a whole lot. I mean, very, very little interest on there. So let's just say that you've got $100,000 parked in your savings account and it's making 0.01. That's $10 a year off $100,000. Really so we're not sad. really looking for something that's going to gain a lot of money. No. But typically, let's say this first bucket is going to be your emergency spending and accessibility bucket. Typically, about six months to up to three years of income parked in there where you know you have accessibility to it, emergencies, whatever you're going to need. Then we'll have the next bucket that will be a flex bucket. This is maybe a little bit more emergency fund or maybe you choose to keep emergency in there because they don't come along always or very often. And then you can flex that money out of that bucket into the spending or liquid bucket as needed, usually about two to five or seven years of income built into that one. Then you have the biggest bucket of all. This is your growth bucket. This is stuff on down the road. You're not going to spend from it for seven to 10 plus years. And that money is going to grow the most. Usually it's going to double if you do it right about every uh, 10 to 12 years. And that money right there is something that once that flex bucket has gone down, it's away and you need to fulfill that savings and emergency bucket again, that's when you tap from that. Well, a lot of people think that they don't need to have different sources of money and where these are going to run. You can just throw it all in one basket. What's worse, I get people who will tell me, I just left all my money in my 401k. That's not a decumulation vehicle. So let's let's break that down. So savings account, um, also at your bank, you've got some CDs and money market. And CDs, Certificate of Deposit, it's the safest way to invest your money. That rate is very minimal. There are some higher CDs right now, but just take a look at it. A fixed annuity will pay a higher interest rate and could be as short of a term as what a CD is, maybe Mm -hmm. just three or five years. Um, We've got what's called a MIGA, Multi-Year Guaranteed Annuity. And it is paying out somewhere between five and six percent, just depending on how long of a term that you take that for. So it's beating a CD by nearly triple. It's pretty amazing. And then these banks that are offering a short term CD that's going to pay a really high interest rate. This is just following in line with the reserve. I mean, that's all that that really is. So some of those rates are really good right now. Maybe not be a bad idea, but unless you need access to that money in a short period of time, I don't really recommend dumping that into a CD or a money market account. And it can be a great way to protect your money. But when it comes to protecting your money overall, 
government securities are supposed to be the safest in the world, period. And these dividend aristocrats and real estates are good investments for those with a bit more risk tolerance. So we did talk about that in the previous segment. If you have a little bit more risk tolerance, that's where you would go to get those dividends. But the government securities, of course, will be where you're going to get the ultimate safety. I do have a lot of people concerned about government right now. So that's a hard one, isn't it, Dave? We don't yeah, we don't know right. what to how to respond. I don't like to be political at all. I like to be common sense, savvy, and just make sure that we're giving good factual information. I don't like to fall into trends, which is generally what politics are. But let's just make really good, solid decisions about your money. Yeah, you and you mentioned CDs, of course, and uh, and then you said fixed annuities, and I it made me think of that that I've heard fixed annuities called CDs on steroids. Would you say that's accurate? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's actually a really good way to put that. And a lot of people are just concerned about what exactly should you put your money into that you're going to have some type of security. Well, what type of accounts are insured? by the FDIC, Federal Depository Insurance Company. So this is going to be monies that are covered within the bank up to a certain amount of deposit, money markets, CDs. Now, annuities, money market mutual funds, and stocks and bonds, they're not insured by the FDIC. However, (laughs) let's just take the word federal off of this. This is the easiest way. The insurance company, you're going direct with the insurance company. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a no-brainer right there. You insure your home, your automobiles, probably your life, your cell phone. Why would you not insure your retirement, which is exactly what an annuity is? It's also private. You know, when banks collapsed back in 1929, Great Depression, banks collapsed. People lost their money. Annuities did not. Money that was with an insurance company did not collapse. Actually, it thrived. It was secure. Yes. So not saying that one or the other is better. I think diversification is key, but always more than one way to skin a cat mm-hmm. definitely you know the ways uh and christina can talk to you about what ways are best for you in other words what strategies 800-832-1100 to schedule with christina you can call or text keyword powerful 800-832-1100 i like the buckets and you mentioned you have the growth bucket uh, you certainly uh, need to have an emergency liquid bucket. And you, you talked about that. You even addressed how much you recommend. If we could dig a little deeper into that emergency bucket, because I think you had said, did you say six months to two years? Yeah, six months to two years. And when we're talking about an emergency, I want you to think about, do you have any type of upcoming major expenses? So a lot of times when you retire, and you're living in your home, you're going to have something at your home that's got to be redone. Maybe you need a new HVAC system. Maybe you've got to have some update on your decking or maybe even a roof. I know in Kentucky, we've had so many storms Mm -hmm. over the last year and a half. A lot of roofs, it's not really going to be covered by the insurance because your roof is probably 20, 25 years old, even 15 years old. They're going to depreciate that year by year. So you've got to have some emergency funds when it comes time to replace or repair situations like that. And I think that it's just going to be, again, it's an individual basis, how much you need to have in there. I'll tell you some things that are not emergencies, okay? Paying for your children's living expenses, buying a rent or a house for your child is not part of a retirement strategy. How about the latest iPhone? Is that an emergency? 
Never. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I still wish I had the original iPhone. Mine broke. It shattered to pieces in a bathroom. Anyway, I dropped it. You know what I am, Christina? What are you? An Android person. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you get a a label when you're born. Are you Apple or Android? I don't know. But I missed the phone Uh, with the button on it. You know, I thought that I needed that button to go. I don't I don't like upgrades and I don't like the changes. But the only thing I like to upgrade is my automobile just because I do like the new technology (laughs) and the safety features that come along with upgrading that. But as far as the phone, no, I don't like that. I, like, I don't either. I like it to look the same. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. I, I don't like updates on a computer. It no, never, same. It never seems to like make it, it better. It always seems to make it worse. <laughs> Not to well, me, when it I moves don't know. things around, it reminds me of the update at the grocery store. Don't update my grocery store. I know where all my stuff is. I get in there and get out. So We I talked about why going. they may do that, move stuff around. Is yes, if you're, they're so smart. If you're hunting for it, you probably will pick up a few other things that you wouldn't have. They're trying to make me spend extra money. You know, like right now, those peeps are at the end of the aisle for upcoming Easter. Uh I love marshmallow peeps. Those things are so good. And they've got all these new flavors like key lime and birthday cake and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're so yummy. Stop putting that stuff out there. Uh, My belly doesn't need it, and my pocketbook doesn't need it either. Uh, Exactly. You know, this is probably was probably not a good thing to do, but I remember growing up, the Five and Dime store, downtown, small town I grew up in, around Easter would have baby chicks in their window when you walk by. And um, and it probably wasn't good because people go, oh, that's cute, and then it grows into a chicken, and then what happens? But still, they were really cute. They really are So we actually had chicks that turned into chickens. Uh Uh-huh got the eggs when I was young. So I, I did, I was born on a farm and then my dad, um, I need to holler out to my dad for just a second. Floyd Ping is one of the most awesome human beings out there. I love my dad so much. And I know he's out there listening too. my dad hey, is a loyal listener, good. supports everything. Of course, you know, I take care of all my family too, but my dad let us have goats and chickens when we lived in a subdivision. Really? Oh, that's cool, though. And, you know, all the neighbors loved it, too, because uh-huh. you actually learn from animals. I think it's a great responsibility. Uh-huh. I mean, having to get out and break the water because it would freeze over yeah. and, in the winter and having to get out there and feed the animals. I think that's a great responsibility it really to is. teach your kids. So between, you know, the goats and chickens and the dogs, I just <laughs> I was in heaven. I personally I love that. I would and, have loved um, it. You were like Ellie Mae Clampett. All the it was critters. wonderful. <laughs> it was just so wonderful. And uh, I actually had some uncles that were raising, and my dad raised ostriches and for a while. And th- they're mean, actually. Stay away from Are me. they really? <laughs> uh. They were raising Rhea ostriches. They're a, a certain breed. You, the meat was very expensive, like $80 a pound. I mean, it Ooh. was very heavily sought after mm-hmm. back then. So they were raising some of those. But I just, I think about those fun days and I would watch for those chicks to hatch. We had them in our basement under the light, you know, the lamps so that they would, you know, be warm and then they would eventually hatch. And when they would come out and those little fuzzy things, oh, they were so much fun to hold. And they are so we cute. Did, they really we are. We took the best care of them though. I mean, we were so good to them and we loved them and, you know, we definitely protected them and, you know, it's, it's an investment in time. You don't just get them and 
you know, just let them go. Rabbits, same thing. I hate it when people get their kid a chick or a rabbit for Easter. You need to understand that's an investment. A rabbit's 10 years. And it is a living thing. So it's not like a stuffed animal. They're a living Uh, thing. Well, we did eat our chickens. I mean, I've understood the cycle of life. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right, right. (laughs) I eat chicken too. (laughs) But, and I like eggs. You do love eggs. Yeah. What comes Can't first? Can't afford them, but, you know, I Chicken don't know. People egg. are still debating that. Uh, so we don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you this. is no debating to this. You will get a lot out of sitting down with Christina and a comprehensive review. She opened up her schedule with 10 opportunities for you. And this is a comprehensive review if you're among the 10 calling in at no cost, no obligation. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. See, I told you we have uh, Christina gets out great information. Things to consider every week on this show, but we have fun too. It's a good conversation, and we love having you along on it. 800 832 1100 to schedule or text keyword powerful uh, again to 800 832 1100. Quick break. But coming up, if the Federal Reserve changes interest rates, it could affect your portfolio. They've been doing that. Uh, Coming up next, how can you protect your investments from changing interest rates and defend your nest egg for life? Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Pink Kepperling. Back with Christina Ping Kefferling and your powerful legacy radio. Christina, with offices in Lexington and Louisville, it is uh, powerful legacy insurance and financial services and the on track retirement system. And speaking of on track, Christina's book is The Retirement Train. We're going to talk a little bit about the Fed here, interest rates, strategies that can build in protection. Uh, I think uh, it's safe to say Christina's goal is to to set up strategies where even if interest rates go up like we've seen or with inflation like we've seen, that you're still protected. And uh, and it's very important to preserve and protect. Let's start with the Fed. I know that raising interest rates is maybe the only tool in their arsenal. What, what is the Fed supposed to do? What's their function? Well, first off, let's talk about the economic cycle. We all know that this has gone over and over and over and over through all time in history here. We have that beginning of the cycle as your expansion, inflation, which is when your dollars are chasing the goods, then your peak. So this is a really awesome place to be in. Usually the economy is thriving heavily. Then you start to have stagnant economy with inflation, or we call it stagflation, and you're declining. Then obviously you dip into that trough, which is going to be your recession or depression, then once you come out of the trough, you're in recovery. Mm -hmm. So what is the Fed supposed to do? Well, they do have a few powers here. So first off, they promote maximum employment, stable prices, moderate long-term interest rates. And one of the ways that they do that is they adjust the short-term interest rates. So if economic growth slows and unemployment rises, so that's going to be your stagflation, your decline in there, the Fed can cut the interest rates and make borrowing cheaper. Now, the intent is to encourage companies to invest in projects, hire employees to complete them. So this should increase consumer income and spending. It's a cycle over and over and over and over and over. And I think about what is that cycle? I want to jump back to chatting about being on a farm. And again, from a very young age, I understood the cycle of life. I mean, we had some Black Angus, we had some Simmental, and we had some Jersey cattle. It was a dairy farm and kill farm. And I understood that the calves were born. They were raised. They were 
harvested either through the milk or the meat. Mm -hmm. I understood that very clearly. And one of my favorite memories with my grandmother, her name was Mary and she's just, she was such a sweet lady. And one of my favorite memories with her was she used to let me name the cattle when they were born. So Mm. we'd have a new calfie come in and I would name them. And I was little, I was like, you know, three, four years old. I remember doing this with her on the back porch and she always had peaches that were canned from the peach trees Mm. and cottage cheese. That was my favorite snack that she would make me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we would go out and we would name these cafes. They come along. Well, she would encourage me to name them after my favorite things. And I was young enough to recognize markings on the cattle and stuff. She taught me and I'd recognize it. Mm -hmm. So I named them after my favorite things in my life. And I was thinking about what some of those names were because I do remember. I used to love olives. So I had a, a cow named Olive. <laughs> I loved milk. So I had a cow named Milk. You know, you just can't go without Appropriate that. I loved cow. my baby brother. Mark was his name, is his name. So Mark, I named it Baby. And, you know, I loved my socks. I always loved walking around in socks in the wintertime. So <laughs> had a cow named Socks. I also loved my Sunday school teacher. So I remember naming one of my cattle teacher. (laughs) And I just, I remember those things that I love the most and how I love how she used to encourage that. And Mm -hmm. I think that by identifying the things that we love the most and literally labeling them and enjoying them in life is going to be really important. And so when you're, I want to encourage you all out there, when you're labeling your retirement accounts, Call it after something that you love. How fun is that? Let's have a little bit of imagination. Well, that was a lot of wisdom uh, in that. A great teaching lesson for you She's in suggesting great, that. She was a great lady. So classy, so loving, family-oriented. She dealt with a lot. I did not know this when I was a child, but she did have part of her face that was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why. Well, actually, she was in a really bad auto accident and hit a horse and the horse came in through the windshield and harmed her, actually scalped her. And I never knew this my entire childhood. You just, you know how kids are. We just love our family no matter what. I never knew anything was wrong because that's just the way she was. Yeah. I never knew any difference. So I just always loved her, but I'd like to say I'm a favorite. I'm not the oldest on the (laughs) paternal side, but we Uh, did live next door. And my cousin, Shawnee, she also lived next door right there on the farm. So we were born and raised there. So we were favorites because we were always there. (laughs) And uh, we would go over and, you know, get our milk in the pitcher, just dip it right in the huge milk bin as it was being harvested. And scrape the cream off the top with your cereal filtered you're like a farm girl i know hard work like you'll (laughs) never believe and i I worked in tobacco too when we moved to kentucky so Uh i understand hard work that's hard work to me (laughs) oh yeah i mean definitely and you understand um protecting i'm I'm sure i don't know exactly the age of your grandmother but i'm sure she experienced the depression we you know we've talked about that generation and uh, they're very guarded, um, as we all should be. I mean, when you look at what we're dealing with now, high inflation, rising interest rates, I know we worry about what it can do to the economy. We worry about inflation, but what do we mostly worry about? Our portfolio, ourselves, our savings, protecting our money. So how, what are we seeing as far as interest rates, where they are now? How, how could that be changing things? Well, I think that... If the economy is growing fast, that the Fed is going to worry about inflation and then they will hit the brakes and rise the interest rates. That's that's how that works. And we're in the middle of this and higher borrowing costs prevent businesses from borrowing and investing. So they may not be able to hire employees 
and then lower incomes may reduce consumer spending. Mm -hmm. So it's, again, it's a cycle. This will come back. It's okay. We've been in this, as far as your portfolio and as far as all of your savings, we've been in this bull run. Oh my gosh, it's been incredible for over 13 years. Historically, that's never happened. And what is a bull run actually? That's, I just want to give you like the charging of the bull. That's when the market's up. Hibernation, the bear and hibernation Uh is down. That's kind of a good way to remember the bear and the bull. So we've been in this bull run for a long time. Yes, we did have bear market. Are we still in it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we're out of it. Changing the definition of something doesn't really change what the reality is, no matter what the subject is. And I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, I'm not an economist, but I am a student of history. And I know as far as what uh, the Fed chair Powell could do as far as looking back at history, I I know that he's studied what Paul Volcker did uh, during the later Carter administration and into the Reagan administration with those high interest rates. Um, and I know that it's apples and oranges in many ways, and he didn't, ha- he doesn't have to go in as drastic in interest rate strategies as Volcker did. But inflation's not that high. But uh, what else do you think we could learn from past financial crises? So when I speaking of Carter, and I was actually reading an article on him not too terribly long ago. I'm very sad about that. Yeah. Yes, and you know I I remember this era here and. I also, it makes me think about the oil crisis back in the Mm seventies. So what was going on there? Well, first off, what is the impact on bonds? Let's talk about that for just a moment. I know a lot of you really love bonds and bonds are like a teeter totter. So when the prices are up, the rates are down. When the rates are up, the prices are down. So when interest rates fall, the bond prices are rising, which means falling mortgage rates, potential stock market gains, and lower rates on savings accounts and CD. So there's some negative with the positive. Now, when the rates rise, which is where we are right now, bond prices fall. So that's a good time to buy. But rising mortgage rates, potential market loss in the stock market, and then higher rates on savings accounts and CDs. So it's it's kind of a you know, it's a juggling act. It's a seesaw. I, it makes me think of a seesaw <laughs> right. or a teeter-totter, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. That's kind of how that looks. And as these things are fluctuating, I think it's a really big deal that you're meeting with a professional. Pay attention, for goodness gracious. And if you don't understand how the smartwatch works, at least find someone who you can ask them what time it is. <laughs> right. That's all you've got to know there. And you don't have to be any type of a watchmaker or understand the inner workings, but just know the time. What is the timing of this right now? And again, I just gave you the answer. When interest rates are rising, which we are, the bond prices have fallen, rising mortgage rates, potential stock market loss, and then higher interest rates on savings accounts and CDs. So what should you be doing right now? Adjusting accordingly to all those market conditions. Yeah, because in in looking at so it's so much to retiring, it just it, it can seem overwhelming. Not only you you have all your vehicles maybe that you saved in, whether four hundred one k IRA, all of the above, but it's it you know you've got to get the strategies together with that. You've done a good job with that, and on top of that, you also have to navigate these strategies in whatever landscape that we're in currently in the economy, and then you get legislative changes to the whole retirement universe. And as you said, it it can seem like the most difficult 
smartwatch or smartphone. You don't have to be uh, savvy in that, or you don't have to be in this. You don't have to go it alone. In other words, you can have a professional like Christina uh, take that journey with you, as she does for so many. So here's a chance to talk to her about it. Another opportunity to schedule a comprehensive review with Christina at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. It is no cost and no obligation. And what I really want to talk to you about when you come in is how is this impacting you? What is going on in your life? Some of you may be coming in for a second opinion. And I've got some people who had actually called into radio just this last week that came in to see me. And they were coming in for a second opinion. They didn't even have a decumulation strategy or any type of tactic on movement with the market. And I want to stop on that word for just a second, tactic. We have what we call tactical investing. That is a type of investment strategy that moves with the market, the market tactics that are going on. And while you don't need to know these definitions or how it actually works, that's what professionals are for. You need to be asking some questions like, what is my risk tolerance? What is my income need? And is that going to be met? Is it going to keep pace with inflation? Are my taxes accounted for within this entire strategy? All of this is very important. Let's sit down and get it all on paper for you. Yeah, 10 opportunities to talk to Christina about you. How often do you get to talk about you? And that's what Christina wants to do. Just hear about you financially and not only financially. How do you see your retirement? And yeah, what are your dreams for your retirement? What do you want your lifestyle to be? That's what makes this. It it truly is a comprehensive review. You can schedule with phone call or text. And again, you're coming in to be told and not sold. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. You can call or text keyword powerful. 800-832-1100 to get with Christina and talk about you and your retirement. And you get a copy of her book, The Retirement Train. So again, 800-832-1100. Call or text keyword powerful. 800-832-1100. Listeners send questions and Christina answers. And that's exactly what we're going to do straight ahead. It's Q&A on your powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. We're back with your powerful Legacy Radio and Christina Ping Kepperling, who is the CEO of the firm Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Catch her on TV too, ABC 36, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and uh, Saturday evenings at 7. Christina Ping Kepperling is everywhere. The podcast too. A uh, great way to just get on board with that is uh, to visit uh, the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And Christine, I think you can also, uh, on the website, keep up with any seminars, workshops you have coming up. Absolutely. They are on the website, so go in and take a look. We've got several communities up and coming that we actually have never been to. Mm-hmm. We are going to be in Fairdale over in the Louisville area, so south very far southeast Louisville. Mm -hmm. And we've actually got some coming up in Paris. We've only been to Paris one time and it was two years ago. So what can we do to be out there in the community, helping you, getting you this information? One of the major subjects that we're all talking about right now, and I do go over this thoroughly in the seminar, is the Secure 2.0 Act. Mm -hmm. So I know there are some shows on the podcast you can go back and listen to and you can hear more about that. But come in and see us if some of these things are going to be affecting you and don't delay, let's get you in here and talk about it. Very good. Very good. Your powerful legacy.com. 
Frankfurt first. Uh, I am in the phase-out range for uh, Roth IRA. My spouse and I both contribute to Roth IRAs, and now that I'm in this phase-out range, I don't want to deal with the hassle of excess contributions each year. Does it make sense for me to split my 401k into some Roth and some traditional contributions, or would I be better taking uh, the tax deduction for the full amount of the 401k as traditional? So I really think that now with the Secure 2.0 Act, which we were just talking about, that it is a good idea to have some Roth and some traditional. I think having that contribution uh, deduction available on the 401k regular, if you do have the option to split, I think that's always a great idea. So yes, jump in there, split. See a tax professional, see a financial professional, make sure that you're doing it right. If you're getting close to retirement, you're going to want to talk about some Roth conversions for income down the future being tax-free. So a lot of advantages there. One of the main advantages with Roth 401k versus Roth IRA is the amount that you can contribute to. So again, see a professional about this, make sure that you're maximizing those contributions. Here's from a listener in Irvin. I keep hearing it's a great time to invest in bonds. Did I miss the boat or is this still true with the market and economic climate? We just talked about Mm -hmm. this. So when bond prices are up, the rates are down. When the rates are up, the prices are down. So if the rates are up right now, the prices are down. When do you buy in the market? There's your answer. So I think, again, talking to a professional, making sure that it's a decision that's best for you. Are you jumping into short-term bonds? Are you going to jump into a municipality bond that's not going to have any type of a um, maturity until 2090? You know, what is that going to look like? And I think the type of bond is going to be very important as well as what the timing of the bond is and the price of the bond. So see a professional about that. Christina, 800-832-1100. Or text POWERFUL 800-832-1100. What's that thing we used to do? You probably didn't. You're so nice. As kids on the seesaw, when the person you're seesawing with is up in the air and you're down, you step off and make them crash to the ground. I bet you never did that. Did you I never do did it? that to anybody else, but I was always, I don't like to use this word, but I was always smaller or little in comparison to other people. And my uncle, who's just a handful of months older than me, he would jump off that seesaw and I would go flying through the air. I couldn't hold on to it, you know, and I could almost balance on the seesaw by myself because I was so small. And, you know, playgrounds were so dangerous back in the day. Your merry-go-rounds, I mean, you would hold on for dear life when the teenagers came to the playground. Yeah. Watch out. You were going to puke. And then the slides were so hot. They were these really tall, long metal slides. They would burn the heck out of your bum. They would, but they were fun. Yeah, they were fun. They it were was way really more fun. fun. Uh, tall, and at the end, you better jump. Yeah, you know, um, the slides, too. The one at my elementary school was tall. Uh, it, it blows my mind, and I'm so glad I grew up in that time, but that they, you know, let us do that. I was on a playground recently, and um, the the what was on our playground, it was whatever, concrete. <laughs> it was so yeah. soft it felt like carpet everything yeah and i guess that's good for safety but i'm just i'm so glad that i grew up in that n- not as safe time <laughs> dude we didn't um, even wear helmets when no we were i didn't either no three wheelers not four wheelers. i mean if i had worn a helmet if i had i would have been laughed out of the town i mean and i understand the safety factor of an aspect of it but I'm glad that I grew up where we didn't wear helmets. <laughs> we have all those constant jokes about the generations around our household. And especially when my in-laws come to town, you know, obviously they're baby boomers. And, you know, we're that Gen X. 
Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. cool as heck, you know, or, or even pre-baby boomer. I Poor know. Gen X, the forgotten closer. generation. You know, boomers and millennials are fighting back and forth. Okay, boomer and all of that. But Gen X never gets mentioned. Uh, it's just we real. just need to grab a bowl of popcorn and sit back and watch the show. Actually, I think it's it is kind of fun to watch, no doubt. All right, we got oh one gosh. from Georgetown. My husband has an IRA rolled over from a prior 401k. Recently, we were made aware that uh, he can combine it with his current 401k. What are the pros, if any, and cons uh, in taking this that path? So this is going to be extremely individualized. So. Um, combining with the current 401k, first off, you've got to make sure with the plan administrator that that's even allowed. Some of them do not allow that. I think rolling over your prior 401k into an IRA is a good idea because then you have more options and there's more. there are more safe options available and you can keep contributing to it. That's a good thing. Uh-huh. So you can contribute to your current 401k and your IRA, more time to save and more opportunities to save. But if you combine it all together, then no, you do not have that advantage. Also, there are some rules. You can only make these transactions one time a year, or you could have federal penalties. So watch out. From Paris, and Christina's coming to your town soon. Didn't you say that? You've got one coming up in Paris again. Uh, That's right. Here's what they're saying. Uh, Oh, you're going to love this one. Okay, Uh, and I I respect this uh, person because they're looking out for their parents, but here it is. My parents, who are 64 and 57, were talking about life insurance, and I read on Reddit that it's a scam. Are there benefits I'm not considering? I just want to protect them. And that's great, but can I please first say, please don't go on what you read on Reddit. I mean, do some research. Reddit, (laughs) man, I knew you'd like this one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've got someone who sent me a comment on Reddit about one of the companies that we use. And I have to tell you about this comment. It was so funny. It was like, X company did not pay my claim. And... My husband died. Okay, well, what was the underlying to it? What they were not talking about was, and she said, the only problem was that, you know, we didn't have enough money in our bank account, so the premiums didn't come out of the bank account. That's not my fault. They didn't go back and take the premium out for six months. So no premium had been paid for six months, which is the legal exchange in an actual life insurance contract. So Uh wait a minute. You didn't pay your bill for six months, but you want the advantage of what that bill was paying for. But they didn't mention the that. Life did they? they left so that they out. did. They, they did mention told on that. Themselves. Oh, they told so them. I'm okay. Like, okay. You don't pay your electric bill for six months and see if they're going to leave your electric mm. on. No, they're not going to. So there are some extended term insurance on whole life, whatnot. Um, some of those things, but if there's life insurance is not, a scam. First off, it's heavily regulated, so watch it. But meet with a professional. We do have life insurance here. At 64 and 57 with your parents, maybe they don't even need life insurance. So I think you're you are wanting to protect them. I think looking out for their best interest is great, but see a true professional that's out for their best interest. They may not even need life insurance now. But if they do, make sure you get in the right kind, which is not going to be normally temporary insurance. Now I'm gonna Jump on a soapbox for just a second about insurance in general Mm -hmm. for life insurance. There's a motivational speaker out there that says over and over, only buy term. Whole life is a waste of money. And buy term and then save the difference. Okay. Well, that person has never held a license to even write life insurance or to sit down with a client and talk about Uh it. So, And has never done that. So I 
I don't really have respect for someone giving advice when they don't even do it themselves. That, that would be like me practicing like a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. I send you to our lawyer. That's what you do. You send them to the person right. who actually knows. So on life insurance, yes, there is a time for term. That's normally going to be a temporary uh, term of time, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years to normally cover income, mortgage, raising children, those type of things. If you're talking about the longevity of insurance, now I bought whole life insurance on myself and my kids. We were all very young. So my kids were actually babies and I've worked in this business for almost 20 years. So here it is when I bought their life insurance, when they were so young, I'll have put after 20 years, less than $3,400 into their life insurance. Mm -hmm. And the $100,000 policy is bought and paid for the 20th year. That's a big deal. Yes, it is. Where else can you get that kind of an investment and you've got that security for the rest of their lives Uh that if they were to pass away, they have a $100,000 death benefit. That's that's great. That will cover that. Yeah. So it is great when it's done properly. Right. And again, meet with a professional, make sure and ask them, why do you feel like this is what's suitable for me? Are, Are they checking your life value? Are they checking that need and meeting the budget? You know, if it's a budget thing, maybe you're buying too much. Maybe you're overspending on insurance. I've never known anyone to be overinsured, Dave. That doesn't exist. I've never taken a death claim to any household or family. And they've said, oh, this is too much insurance. We don't want it. That's never happened. <laughs> right. right. So I think getting well, it right while you're living is important. Yeah, that's true. And, and and you're right about doing it the right way. But And it is good that this listener is concerned about the parents. I mean, that is really good. We're not taking away from that. But please, grain of salt on things like on uh, sites like Reddit, um, I do go to Yelp uh, sometimes if I'm checking out a new restaurant or whatever, but I do take the reviews with a grain of salt because it could have been they had a bad experience. Maybe they were a jerk when they were in there. You know, you just never know. You have to to consider that. Here's something to consider. Talking to a professional, Christina, here's that chance to schedule one to be one of 10 this week at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And when you're giving us a call, that 800-832-1100 or drop the word powerful in a text. You are just messaging us or calling us to get a complimentary review set up. We're not offering you any business. And I do want to talk about reviews for just a second. I found out the craziest thing the other day, Dave, <laughs> from my attorney, actually. Uh-huh. Did you know that people can actually buy reviews? I'm not they surprised, but I didn't reviews. know that. I didn't know it. No. So we actually were talking about, you know, the social media presence. I do have a social media manager that gives out information. I do pay for this. You know, many companies have social media managers, whatever, but that's to give information. I don't have hardly any reviews. I've got a couple on Facebook. There are none on Google because I don't ask for it. I don't really care. I don't want someone to read a review. And well, that's a good thing because people are more apt to complain. So if you don't have no news is good news in that regard. Now we do have a couple of reviews where it counts the most. Better Business Bureau, BBB. Yeah, uh-huh. we have nothing but the positive. Okay, and that's where good. the real money okay. is, you know. Yeah. And that's where you are getting the real experience. And I'm so proud to say I do not have one single client that's unhappy. That's great. I, well, I understand. I believe you. I mean, that's not a shock to me at all. And and <laughs> you'll really like the experience with Christina. So one more time, 800 832 1100 Text powerful also 800-832-1100 if you prefer to text. And join us next week for your powerful Legacy Radio.
advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.